What's up, buddy? It's us again. It is us again. Yeah. Back at it. Back at the old shenanigans. <clears throat> yes. And this is uh, a cool week. In terms of uh, just... I, I wrote a book. It's just a great week. Yeah. That, that is really great news. Yeah. <clears throat> but it, you didn't just write it this week. No. I've wrote it over 10 years. Nice. 12 years. Yeah. And it... Uh, Finally came together, and I will have the first copy, hopefully, this week. Sometime. Yeah. I look forward to receiving a copy of this. <laughs> oh, you just you'll, tell me how much. You'll receive it. And <laughs> <laughs> I will take that book, and I will <clears throat> read it. Read it hard. <clears throat> yes, sir. What's it about? Tell um, us. Deployments, um, CrossFit, in a way, is mm -hmm. a part of it. Um, Alcohol recovery, mm -hmm. um, divorce, mm -hmm. a little bit, not mm -hmm. much. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, uh, mental health in a way of looking back mm -hmm. on it and saying, Hey, I wish I would have done this differently or known this, mm -hmm. um, because it definitely was during the deployments, keeping yourself busy, your mind busy. And I was talking about this. Um, the other day was somebody was telling me that they knew somebody who was deployed currently and they're in Kuwait, which is, it's a duty station now in a way. It's not really a deployment. It's just a, a, a stop for people that are going on a deployment. Okay. <clears throat> but it's still, it would suck to be somewhere like that or South Korea where you're, it's a duty station that's not in the United States mm -hmm. and not really that fun. Um, but uh, they were talking about how just keeping busy and like the stuff that they like to do, they were losing interest in it. And mm -hmm. like that was a red flag for me was that they were losing interest in the stuff that they like to do mm -hmm. because of probably depression mm -hmm. in some way. Yep. Which recently I experienced some of that. Mm -hmm. Like I think the toll of everything going on this year mm -hmm. and changes and everything else it's just been i just felt like my anxiety levels were like a hundred mm -hmm. constantly yeah and <clears throat> as hard and hard as i tried to like manage it i was like i don't know what to do mm -hmm. do i not have these skills like i thought i did <laughs> you know because like i try to be positive and motive motivated but every time my like my personal like fail safe is to my mind goes negative mm -hmm. like negative right to the bad part of what's happening like mm -hmm. it's not looking for let's look at the you know the silver lining here it's going for let's look at all the shitty things yeah it's, that are it's uh easier to see the glass half empty definitely than to see it half full and sometimes. you know i think the shitty part is is like being surrounded by a lot of people and maybe even like social media and stuff like that where they talk about well, you got to fight that. You got to yeah. like, don't let that control you and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's not like, that may be easy to say, yeah, but it's not easy to do. Yep, I agree. And it's not as easy as someone like a Jocko or somebody like that saying, fight, fight the demons, brother. Yeah, <clears throat> get out there. Yeah. Keep hammering. That's somebody else, but whatever. Same yeah, thing. Cameron Haynes. Um, but uh, yeah, sitting there and saying, this just being real with myself saying, Hey, I have a problem. 
something mm-hmm. is going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to handle it because of, I've let it compile. Yeah. And now it's at a point where it's like my emergency exit buttons going off <laughs> yeah. or a fire alarm. <clears throat> but I mean, think about what you're saying though. I mean, we're, we're guys and I, I feel like we can relate to other guys. And you said a couple of things just now. I have a problem. Yeah. Most guys aren't willing to admit that. Yeah. And I don't know how to fix it. Most guys aren't willing to admit that either. Correct. So you have to get through those two like internal battles, which can probably drive depression, to be honest with you. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now that I realize I have a problem and I want to fix it, well, how the fuck do I do that now? Yeah. And so then you find yourself in a boat where it's like, well, I don't know what to do. And I'm driving myself crazy. And yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I found myself like finding every excuse for not going down the path I probably need to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that involves probably talking to someone yeah. like um, I did talk to a doctor and was mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm having anxiety issues. Like I just really don't, I'm not like working through my problems that I'm having. I'm immediately getting angry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't like that because that's not who I want to be mm-hmm. or who I am. And so <clears throat> I always like, I guess I've, it's just until recently, it's never built up to the point where it's at. And I'm right. not, I'm not like going to hurt myself or others. Right. But it's just like, it's frustrating. Yeah. You can't find the answers. That's the other thing I think too, when you talk about like <clears throat> just mental health in general, people automatically go to that. Cause I, like you recently, um, I started working with a doctor and uh it was it was something we had to talk about like right up front yeah like i was asked like do you want to hurt yourself or other people and it's like whoa whoa what the fuck hold on i'm just yeah. like trying to figure out what's going on tomorrow that's it yeah that's really, get me out of here i just need to figure <laughs> out how to get the stress level down um yeah and and like you it was like i don't i thought that i was managing it my entire life um and then it came to a point where you know you start reading things and you start listening to other people and you like I had to accept basically, you know, sometimes it's just, it's a something going on inside, you know, there's a, and maybe not everything is balanced. And so maybe you need some help balancing stuff or just talking to someone to figure out like just the uh, different routines and habits, yeah. you know, in, in your daily life or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it, it feels like everybody, like when you bring up mental health, they're like, well, are you fucking crazy? You're going to kill yeah. people. You're going to kill yourself. What are, we, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's like, no, that's not really how it works. Yeah. Uh, in, in most cases, I would say. I don't know. I'm sure there are people. There, obviously, there's people that, that want to do those things. But, yeah, I would say that's probably the, for sure, that's got to be the exception, not the rule. Right. As a rule, I would guess a lot of us deal with our own demons, and we just got to figure them out. Right. Yeah, I think that um, even, like, social media and stuff like that, and a lot of people, I, <clears throat> I think that's a stressor for me. Um, and I wish I could just be like, hey, this is going to go out of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to get rid of this. Um, and Social media? Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Just just for the simple fact that there's a lot of things that I see. I don't respond mm-hmm. or, or, you know, really say anything. Or mm-hmm. it's just you see them and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and I'm like... I don't like if I didn't have this, I wouldn't see this, Yeah, you know, 
I'm purposely going out of my way to see those things. Yeah. And it's consuming a great deal of my time. You know, your phone tells you how many <laughs> hours of screen time you had at the end of the week. And yep. sometimes I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Yep. I, uh, so there's quite a few people even around us that we both know that if like, uh, just decided to forsake social media, just get rid of it altogether. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm not ready to do that quite yet. <clears throat> um, I do find a little bit of entertainment value. Plus I have the excuse of, you know, keeping up with people, yeah. whatever. Um, which listen, I recognize it is an excuse. Um, but anyway, I did turn off the notifications for all my social media, which has significantly reduced like the amount of time that I'm checking my phone. Yep. Cause it's not buzzing constantly, you know? Yeah. Like, Oh, this person commented on this post that has to do with the news that I'm interested in. And now I'm going to read the comments and get all pissed. I want to <laughs> join the argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. It's a doozy. <clears throat> and if I didn't run multiple pages, you know, on mm-hmm. there and I've, I've even looked uh, up on Facebook, how to, can you run like, pages like groups or or uh like the my music page and everything else without having a facebook account that's activated and says no you have to have uh account Uh, that's activated yep in order to do that because it has to be tied to someone that makes sense yeah but that's uh that's a predicament and i think that even with like the coronavirus stuff and people staying home and blah 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 it's just it's not a positive outlet right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, luckily, the election stuff kind of died down a little bit, I feel like. Yeah. Um, America's accepting uh, what has happened. Accepting her fate. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that's uh, that's been the... Tying it back to the book and all of that stuff, it's uh, looking back and reading the pages mm-hmm. that were written in the book. I'm like associating to that like my headspace at the time mm-hmm. and there's a lot of ups and downs um mm-hmm. going through the different dates mm-hmm. um that i've uh, talked about in the book and you're i'm just like god i remember that feeling like i put myself in those feelings yeah that's interesting though i mean <clears throat> as you were <clears throat> as you were writing it or even reading back through it now um do you find yourself kind of reliving those moments like are they triggering or is it like therapeutic kind of like oh i can like that thing happened or it was this way and now i don't need to let that affect me type thing um there was so we took almost a year of going through and rereading everything mm-hmm. and rewriting some of it just to make so it makes sense mm-hmm. um and there were some nights where it was just like crying and just like God, I remember every emotion that I went through mm-hmm. at that moment and like how, how much, you know, that meant to me. And I, it was stuff I forgot. It's almost like it was enough that I put it out of my head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to think about that ever again, but then I'm forced to, as I'm reading these pages and I'm like, fuck, like, yeah. like I feel like, um, I, I won't bring any excerpts from it, but there's just a couple of situations that I was just like. God, I remember feeling helpless in that moment mm-hmm. and like, there's no way that there's definitely like, even though, if, even if you're safe, like on a deployment, you're, you're safe, you're just doing your job. Mm-hmm. There's still elements of feeling 
unsafe, mm-hmm. like in things that happen or things that are just like we get used to because we're there mm-hmm. that a regular person would be like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it's just huh. things like that. And <clears throat> I guess we accept that as, as uh, people that are in the military mm-hmm. and um, we are trained to get accustomed to certain things and you just kind of roll with it. And then reading it now, I'm like, oh, geez, like <laughs> that's fucking crazy that we, you know, that was life then. And, but it's all in the book and the book definitely, I think a lot of people that weren't the hard chargers, the guys like fighting the enemy every single day, mm-hmm. uh, they'll associate with. And there was a, there's a greater number of, of those guys than the guys that are out, you know, killing people every single day, mm-hmm. which, Hey, we have, we have a story too. So yeah, it's what kind of like bringing that to light let's share those stories like people need to want to hear them mm-hmm. um and just just sharing them might as well yeah. have a voice Hell so yeah. <clears throat> i look forward to it yeah it'll be cool nice <clears throat> so what next what's know. next after the book <laughs> Do we, are you writing another book <clears throat> you know i've thought about that and uh <clears throat> writing more of uh fiction stuff Mm, that'd be fun it would be fun i think if you were writing with someone Mm -hmm. kind of like the hayes brothers write films together you know back and forth i think that that would be more productive for me because it would be like i would like maybe send you something Mm -hmm. and you'd be like you see the value in it yeah that i'm just kind of like i don't know and then you bounce something back off of me and then i'm like fuck, I didn't even think about that, you know? Yeah, I have so many writing projects like on my computer, uh, different files like started things. Yeah. And it's like, it always gets to a certain point. Like I'll go through this, like, I don't know, <clears throat> call it a few days or a week, like time frames where it's like, yep, I'm writing. So I'll spend hours like doing this thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, I get to this like wall yeah, and it's like, shit, I don't know where to go from here. Right. But then it's like, oh, well, here's another idea, but it doesn't, relate to that one so that's why i have like multiple files yeah i'm wondering if in that scenario you know you come up to a wall like in some fantasy story or non-fiction whatever yeah uh or fiction yes geez get it together (laughs) justin Uh, and you get to some wall and then you hand it off to somebody else and you're like oh shit i could roam with that you know for a little bit yeah and then you just pass it back and forth yeah that'd be sweet yeah that would be cool especially i'm I'm the same way Mm -hmm. like i'll start writing and it's like I get in a hurry. I'm mm. like, oh, I know where this is going. And then it's like I get so far ahead of myself that I'm like, fuck, I didn't make any sense of that. Yeah. Now I can't tie into the rest of it. And, yeah, it's definitely – I'm the same way. I've got, yeah. like, a bunch of files that are just, like, things that I started. And then I'm like, eh, I was excited about it <laughs> at the time, and now I'm not. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that that's awesome. <clears throat> uh, what would it be? I don't know. No idea. <clears throat> no, no clue whatsoever. Aliens and gnomes or something. <laughs> Some far, far away land. Yeah. I mean, you think about it and I, and I always chalk it up to like the most extreme. You think of uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's where my head goes. Um, and I'm like, how did this guy, J.R. Tolkien, Tolkien, 
Don't yeah. however you say that. Sit down and create these characters in his brain. Right. And, oh, by the way, I'm just going to create an entire language that's grammatically correct for the book. Yes. What? And there's so many elements of it that are just like, wh- how did he think of this? Like, right. You just talk about a person that knows how to work their brain like, yep. and see see something in their mind mm-hmm. and they can see it so well that they they write it out and mm-hmm. they you know um are able to just make the reader feel like holy shit i feel that like i see that i know exactly what they're talking about mm-hmm. yeah i don't think you can have a nine to five if you're writing lord of the rings no you're not know. writing that at night no not after work unless you're staying up like eight hours mm-hmm. after you get home because that's a, another eight hour day i yeah. think <clears throat> yeah i think you're you're in it yeah you're doing something like that i know that um after we were going through those pages in that book there was go to work here mm-hmm. go home four hours after work of writing or just rereading and rewording and then go to work and then the next night and same thing for, and then there was a, I know whenever I was, we were rewriting it and Ashley, the book editor uh, that worked with me, she was, I know she would like say the same thing. There was a point where I was having remorse about writing this and putting it out Mm -hmm. and stopped like acknowledging that this is what's happening for a long time, like, probably a month. Um, I think I hit a point where I was like, I don't want this to get out. Like, mm. I don't, I don't want to be this vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and I felt like a liar to, in a sense, mm. I felt like I had like, I'm not, no, like I'm not warranted in what I'm saying. That's what I was. I felt like, because I would make up these excuses in my head that like, well, this person or this person isn't going to like it. You know, Mm -hmm. and then I started thinking, I don't like it, like, Mm -hmm. or I'm not going to like it. And I just eventually hit a point where I decided that I'm just going to do this. I'm going to blindly go into this. Like, I'm just going to do it, push it. And this will reap benefits later. Like, which the benefits are just like, somebody's going to get something out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be like rewarding like financially yeah but it's going to be uh i'm gonna put it out and everybody's gonna be like i'm i read this chapter and that chapter meant something to me because i remember that or Mm -hmm. now i know what our son is going through or daughter Mm -hmm. or whoever may be deployed and i think that that's the overall thing i'm pulling from it there's there's some stuff that yeah. still I'm kind of like uncomfortable about, but that in the back of my mind is saying, that's good. Yep. That's good that you're uncomfortable because yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's standing up and saying, I did this. I was a part of something that n- not very many people were a part of. Like in our world, there was a lot of people, but in the full aspect of people involved in the United States is a very small percentage. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share the story and see what people think. So, well, it's important. Yeah. Like you're saying, and 
you are cementing your place in like history history not even even if it's not in a big way hopefully it is yeah because hopefully you can reach a lot of people um but either way it's the written word man yeah and not many people do that right that i know anymore you know yep. that's kind of the crazy thing is that you look back and i always come up with some excuse like for well all these other people are doing it so i'm not going to be successful mm-hmm. um when you look at something like that, you're like, nobody that I know is doing this. Right. Like literally in my bubble, mm-hmm. you know, you look at people that are like that you don't fucking know who they are. Yep. And what, what does that matter? Like it's somebody that <laughs> is doing something completely different than what you're doing. You don't even know who they are. Yep. So don't compare your apples to their apples. It's just, it's, that's a struggle of mine. I think probably a struggle of most yeah. people. You have nice apples. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. I don't know what you mean by that, but I'll yeah, take it. I'll take it. Your Granny Smiths are nice. Oh, um, Fuji. I hear you though. You can't. Uh, you can't. You can't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. They had to start where you're at. You know, and somebody else is starting further. You know toward the beginning than you are so the accomplishment right now is you finished a book yeah it's coming out that's awesome yeah i think uh too one of the things is a lot has happened since that book was in the process of getting published and one of those things is a falling out with my dad Mm -hmm. Um, and he's in the very first chapter of the book just rolling out and um it's in my overall um, opinion of my relationship with him has changed in the last six months. Mm-hmm. And so I look at that now and I'm like, do I give him that credibility? And it's like, yeah, you need to, mm-hmm. because, um, there was a point when that was, you know, the reason why I joined the military mm-hmm. and, but looking at it now as how I see things, I'm like, I'd fucking take that out. Like if, yeah. if I was going off of who I am currently mm-hmm. or if I was writing it today, yeah. it wouldn't, wouldn't be mentioned at all. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of, uh, another thing that's just like, like, wow. Like, you know, it's just kind of, you have these internal struggles, mm-hmm. um, with, with things. And especially if you're writing like a mem, like it's kind of a memoir in yeah. a way. Um, and you realize that people were a part of your life at a certain point and now they're not. Mm-hmm. And you are like, do I really want to include that person in here? Because I don't want to, the reader to feel as though like I'm giving that person, putting them up on a pedestal mm-hmm. now because I'm not, I mm-hmm. was probably at the time, mm-hmm. but they have since kind of washed my hands of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and so it's, it's, uh, there's definitely some internal struggles going on with some aspects of it. And, um, I think that that's the dad situation. And I think you kind of have like a similar situation, Mm -hmm. you know, the, with your relationship with your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's just one of those, uh, it is complicated, Mm -hmm. um, to say the least. And then, yeah, you start adding in just different variables and things like that. And, yeah, I could go back years and and 
you know, in one place, you know, emotionally with that situation. And then today is a completely different place. And I'm guessing, you know, five years from now is going to be even different and yeah, and so on. So, but that all plays into mental, like this mental health <laughs> that we were talking about earlier. Right. I mean, yeah. especially the older I get, I think <clears throat> that's one of the things I was talking to my doctor about was like, you everything compounds the older you get, I think. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like over the last couple of years, like boom, all this, you know, at one time, just boom, 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 things happening and, you know, yeah. moves and it, a lot of it was good, you know, but yeah. it's still like puts you at this like stress level. That's like you're saying just a hundred all the time. Yep. So it's like, I need that. And it was like the highs were a hundred, the lows were a hundred. That's the problem. Yeah. Like let's, no. let's shrink that gap a little bit. Right. You know, or whatever, even it out. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. I think that definitely with there's, <clears throat> I think I always told myself that there's always a answer or there's always like a way to work things out, mm -hmm. but you have to have two people that are willing to work those things out. Yes. And it's not the case with every single person. Right. And that's the, I think the sad truth about like, as we get older mm -hmm. is we find who we associate with and who we click with and mm -hmm. what the kind of person we surround ourselves with people that we want to be like, mm -hmm. or like-minded. Mm -hmm. And sometimes our families aren't that way. Right. And that's, uh, that sucks. I mean, that's mm -hmm. a hard pill to swallow whenever the day comes. Yep. Um, but that's uh, definitely something where you want them to be a part of, like, say, your kid's life, mm -hmm. or um, but they don't want to be. Mm -hmm. And so you're just kind of like, I've got to, you know, see it as it is. Yep. And and it's, I'm not going to be a fucking douche about it. Right. It's just calling a spade a spade. <clears throat> yeah. And I think the thing is, is, <clears throat> and listen, I'm speaking from my own experience here, but when you, um, you both have to just accept it. Right. And be okay with it. Mm -hmm. Like if, if one person is willing to say, this is, this is what it is. This is, this is exactly what you and I, our experience in each other's life is. And instead of trying to like deny it, or make it something that it's not mm -hmm. to feel better about it. Like that's where some conflict can come from too, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think it takes like, yeah, kind of acceptance on both sides. Yeah. If even a little bit disappointing. I think too, what's the fucking craziest part of all of this is that not only are you saying well, these per this person has these flaws and this is why we're not able to see eye to eye, mm -hmm. but you're starting to look at yourself and you start to be like, oh, I have those fucking flaws with certain people. Yeah. And what am I doing? Like, why am I acting this way? Well, it's because some things, personality traits are mm -hmm. passed down yep. from person to person. And I have those. Mm -hmm. And you talk about like, the way your upbringing was and people you always hear people talk about like, well, this person had the shittiest and like upbringing, but they turned out so great. Yep. And this person had the shittiest upbringing, but they are a shitty person. Mm -hmm. So what, what makes it different? And that's, or you can have the best upbringing and, and you're a shitty person. Yeah. Or you're, you're like shitty, just not a shitty person, but just have a shitty go at it. Yeah. 
And I think that leading a life that's like consistently, consistently trying to combat that, uh, letting those kind of like those dark, mm-hmm. you know, negative thoughts or negative personality traits come out mm-hmm. is fucking where we hit these walls. Yep. And we're like, I need help, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I can't do this on my own because I obviously these are my failsafe. Like mm-hmm. my, I revert back to these actions whenever I'm in a shitty situation, and I wish I didn't. Right. And the people around me sometimes pay for my bad judgment, you yep. know. And that's why where I want to get out of there and have those better skills to be prepared in the future. Yes. When they hit again. Jesus. We just needed this podcast and not actual like therapy. Right. We can use this podcast as therapy. I was going to say, like, as you're talking through that, I'm like, well, shit, this is like a conversation I have with my doctor. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's working through just, you go so long trying to be different and make different decisions and, and, and use your own experience to uh, offset, I guess, how others experience you. Mm hmm. And then, yeah, like you're saying, you look in the mirror some days and it's like, well, goddamn, I made all the same decisions or all the exact decisions that I told myself I would never make. Well, yeah, today's a new day. Let me try it again. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, that's heavy. That's a heavy one. It but is. it's, I think though the light at the end of the tunnel there and the things that I, I think we can pat ourselves on the back for, pat each other on the back for is making that decision to a talk about it like you and our buddies we don't i mean we we do talk about it i guess um so that's helpful but also just making that decision like hey we're gonna try and work this out and figure it out Mm -hmm. um so that those when you're faced up against those situations you know what i'm saying like you're you're better equipped yeah to to handle it so I don't know. I'm at the beginning of my journey, man. (laughs) Yeah. Don't really have a bunch of, uh, a bunch of knowledge or wisdom on it. Other than the fact that I've spent, I mean, literally a lifetime thinking about it. Yeah. Well, getting to this point, we're in good places and it's just that like some of that old baggage I feel like Mm -hmm. has come with me Mm -hmm. and I need to unload it. Um, and it's just knowing how to Mm -hmm. unload it. And I think 90% of unloading it is talking about it and just getting it out there. Uh, because I think a lot of times it's like the reason I'm acting the way I might be acting is because I'm comfortable there. Like I'm comfortable knowing that I'd rather be negative about something, um, rather than like put the effort in to be positive about it and find the silver lining in something. Um, but I hate, I, in the process, I hate myself in the, in the, in the process. And sometimes Mm -hmm. in that moment, because of how much effort it takes for me to dig deep and find good stuff. Mm -hmm. That's in, in the wake of some real shitty stuff. Yep. Typically, I shouldn't say typically, I have heard that usually the, the right thing and the hard thing are the same thing. I think that's a uh, the Frey song. Oh, really? Sometimes the right thing and the hard thing are the same. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's definitely true. It <clears throat> has to be. Yeah. It's always, it, it feels that way anyway. Yeah. Because it's easy to kind of just 
mope and bitch and wallow and all of that. And sometimes like that feels good. Yeah. That's the problem. Right. It's like, I just, that's where shut everybody out. I want to shut everything out and I don't know, let this thing go away. Let it pass. Let this demon do what it does with me. And, and then spit me back out on the other side. I was like facing it is. I wonder too, um, because there's a lot of times where I'm like negative towards something, but it's almost like I don't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, faced with something that's I've never been a part of before. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, my first instinct is like, I need to get out of this situation. Like, because like, I don't, we don't know what to do here, you know? Yep. And I think my body's like that fight or flight Mm -hmm. and it's like, let's fly buddy. Like that's the first reaction. But part of my problem is, is I like being in those situations. That's, that's a real big fucking problem. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, it feels good. It's like, Oh, this is a challenge. Yeah. Hold my beer. I'm going (laughs) to run right into that fucking fire. Yeah. But then you get there to the edge or you're in it and you're like, Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to do this. Right. I've changed my mind. Yeah. I changed my mind, but nope. Can't, can't. Sorry. Yeah. That's uh, nine times out of 10 where I find myself is just like what you said. It's like, I got here, but now I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you know, I think that like what we talked about in bringing this, really full circle to back to the mental health Mm -hmm. aspect of things um, and males in general. Mm -hmm. It's not so much. It's, I feel like there is a unspoken agreement between life and and us Mm -hmm. that says, Hey, we're supposed to be the strong ones in, in a situation or Mm -hmm. in a relationship or whatever. And we find ourselves questioning whether or not we are the strong ones. And it turns us into, the flight or fly, fight or flight mm-hmm. kind of mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're stuck in between this, like, I'm supposed to be doing this. Like yeah. somebody else isn't for me. Like what, what the fuck? Like, Listen, you could throw around <clears throat> the highest amounts of weight. You could, you know, be the best that, you know, anybody, you can be the best in the gym, in the ring or, or whatever it is, you know, the strongest, the physically strongest person. But if you're not, willing to like a fight through that challenge, whatever it is that get past that mental part, then what's the point of the rest, right? Right. Like what's the point of your strength, your physical strength Mm -hmm. other than for show. Right. Right. Um, so I think that's where part of where I got to at this point is like, I'm not claiming to be like super strong. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is (laughs) I think I got to the point where it is my mental health is just important as my physical health. And so to be proactive about it, you know, no different from eating right or working out, you know, this is just a way to exercise the brain, get that shit out, you know, figure it out, organize it. And, you know, if I need extra supplements to <laughs> to do what I need to do, then, yeah. then, then that's what it is. So, yeah, definitely think that, uh, the going back to the whole physically strong mm-hmm. compared to mentally strong. I wouldn't even say mentally strong. It's just having the tools to get through situations. Yeah. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. The right tools or right. knowing how to use the tools anyway. <clears throat> right. And not the, Oh, my brain just went blank. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that there's plenty of guys that are physically strong that, but if you question something, 
about their, you know, personality or who they are. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, oh, you know, you see the weaknesses mm-hmm. in the mental strength and strongness. But I think everybody strives to be mentally strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even write workout plans for being mentally strong. Yeah. And it's not the same. Like, yeah, yeah you can mentally push yourself through a workout that's sucks. Yeah. But that's not going to mean that you're going to be able to handle a debate mm-hmm. <laughs> between one person mm-hmm. that questions your who you are as a person, you know. Right. So, well, that's this has probably been the best one yet. This is a good one. Yeah. So, um, well, let's wrap it up and uh yeah. We're yeah, we could probably go on for like hours on this, but yep. both, of, both of us have maybe. lives outside of here. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe we'll come back to it. Yes. Um, but yeah, awesome. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. Next time. Next time. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>